This is the Jason Walker Show. Two-time National Sports Media Association Montana Sportscaster of the Year and three-time loser, the Jason Walker Show. The best local and statewide sports coverage featuring the biggest guests from Montana. Clint Rasmussen uh, joining us here on the Jason Walker Show. He's freaking exhausting, too. You used to dance a lot more. Yeah, I know, lady. I'm 51 years old now. The NAI Hall of Famer Mike Van Dees joining us here Jason Walker Show. And is it just a deal where quarterbacks have to be good golfers? Well, that's all they have time for. They don't work out. They don't lift weight. They don't do anything else. They might as well go get on the golf course and at least have some fun. And from across the country. Doug Gottlieb, our guest here on the Jason Walker Show. End of the day, remember, it, it's your show. It's got your name on it. Howie Mandel, our guest here. Jason Walker, deal or no deal. The Jason Walker Show, presented by Helena Accommodations. The in-town five-star extended stay residences. Visit HelenaAccommodations.com. Broadcasting from the Major Mortgage Man Cave, here's Jason Walker. Happy Thursday, the Jason Walker Show. Here inside the Major Mortgage Man Cave. Big show today. They're all big shows though, right? Uh, Coming to you from uh, my house, which is my my office. Uh, Jason Walker Show presented by Helena Accommodations, the in-town five-star Extended stay residences, visit HelenaAccommodations.com. All right, so coming up today, we're going to check in with former Capital football star and longtime assistant in uh, the uh, the uh, football ranks, Wes Ross, the new head coach of the Great Falls Central Catholic Fighting Mustangs, will join us. We will also, uh, here in about uh, 15 minutes or so, have a great conversation with Megan Harrington. Uh, Harrington is a former Lady Grizz basketball player from the late 90s, and she is now a uh, producer, co-director of the film The House That Rob Built, which is all about the growth of the University of Montana women's basketball program and uh, women's basketball in the state of Montana. And she will join us coming up uh, here momentarily um, in about 15 minutes or so, like I said. Uh, The House That Rob Built is one of the uh, five contenders for... um, the Big Sky Award, presented for a film that uh, artistically honors the character, history, tradition, and imagination of the American West. And it'll be at the Big Sky Documentary Film Festival, which starts Valentine's Day, runs through the 23rd. It's like nine, what, ten days in Missoula. And uh, House at Rob Bilt will debut on February 20th at the Wilma. And uh, it'll also be on the 23rd. Um, at the uh, Hellgate Elks Lodge. So, you know, you can get tickets to go watch it. I've seen the film. It is fantastic. And I highly recommend uh, you get a chance to go watch it. Do it. Um, We'll talk to Megan Harrington coming up uh, here in a little bit. We've got the uh, Western AA seeding and Eastern AA seeding tournaments this week in wrestling. You also have Class A, BC Divisionals. Uh, We're a week away from state wrestling. Can you believe that? I mean, the winter sports seasons are starting to come to an end. It's crazy when you think about it. Um, unbelievable. But that's the uh, that's what happens, right? As uh, as time marches on, or so they say. Uh, we want to give you a Jesse Davis update. Our good friend who was injured Saturday night in uh, Utah at a WCRA event. It is World Champions. Rodeo Alliance, he uh, on the the horse Ted crashed down. Um, Ted landed on top of Jesse, pancaked him, and basically shut down his liver, crushed his liver. Jesse is now out of his coma, and uh, which is fantastic news for uh, for everything and for everybody, including the family. But uh, he he is uh, definitely. Uh, Doing better, he's on the road to recovery, and his wife Cassidy put up a post today that, um, well, just uh, read parts of it here. Uh, They had some of the best doctors and surgeons working on him Saturday night, Jesse, and they ran out of blood because he lost basically everything. And they had 21 pints of blood they had to put back into him. There was so much, they ran out of the uh, blood in the hospital, and so they had to have 
a police escort bring in more blood to help him finish on Saturday night the procedure. 55% of Jesse's liver was split in two. Surgeons uh, cut that out and saved 45%. Um, now they're, according to Cassidy's Facebook post, basically trying to remind the remaining liver to do its job and start working properly. He's out of his coma. I, he's been sharing rodeo stories with friends and family at the hospital, and we all know how tough uh, Jesse Davis is. We know how tough cowboys are in general, uh, but Jesse is in a, a huge fight, and he'll he'll be great. There is no question about that. Uh, he will bounce out of it and uh, fully recover, but uh, our best uh, going out to Jesse Davis. There is a uh, a uh, an effort to help uh, set up uh, the Jesse Davis Fund uh, with the WCRA. You can go to WCRARodeo.com for more details. Uh, 100% of the nomination fees that they have from all virtual rodeo qualifiers um, made before tomorrow will go directly to the Davis family. Now, Cassidy and, and Jesse have, have, well, Cassidy on her Facebook post have said they don't expect anything except your thoughts and your prayers. But if you can help out, uh, definitely do it. And if you need more info, just email me at jasonwalkersports at gmail.com. We'll keep you updated. Um, but uh, the, the Jesse Davis on the road to recovery, which is fantastic news, and out of his coma, which is even better news. So we'll, we'll keep you updated as we get more and more information on uh, one of the best guys in the world, not just in the world of rodeo, but just in general. Um, so there you go. All right, let's uh, shift gears. By the way, you can watch the Jason Walker Show on Facebook. You can also watch it on YouTube. You can listen on treasurestateradio.com. If you don't have it, download on the Google Play Store or the App Store. And you can also tweet us anytime at Sports. Here's the, the best thing. Network One Sports as well you can listen. But here's the biggest thing. Just go to jasonwalkershow.com. It literally has everything that you need. It tells you where to listen, how to listen, where to watch. Give you direct links. All you got to do is click on. If you missed anything from past shows, you can go there too. So um, there you go. It's got everything. Jason Walker Show. You can check out our great sponsors. And uh, yeah, we appreciate you as much as uh, we do, um, which is a ton. All right. So let's see. Oh, this was cool last night at the uh, Carroll Tech Games. Um, first off, the best news was we know how big of a rivalry Tech and Carroll College is, especially on the football field, right? Um, none of us are idiots. We all know how big of a rivalry it is. But last night, so if you haven't heard, Brian Fauntleroy, a defensive back for the Carroll College football team, uh, was diagnosed with a brain tumor. And so Carroll and the Fauntleroy family fundraising well, at the basketball game last night, the Tech men and women both had warm-up shirts that uh, with Fauntleroy, name on the back with his number seven. And on the front, it said, Rise Above the Rivalry. And then it, uh, it, uh, the, or the uh, Tech football team raised 700 bucks last week to give it to the Fauntleroy family and the the fundraiser. I just that's I got to give give it up to Tech and Coach Kyle Sampson and of course um, the football team and, and, and the men and women as well. I mean, what a fantastic um, show of support! And yeah, you rise above the rivalry in times like this when you know when when a, a football player or a family member from any of the athletic departments across the frontier, needs help, the others are there. And that's fantastic. So big, big, uh, big ups there. Um, that might be, honestly, for me, a huge front runner for the Auto Concepts Performance of the Week next next Monday, the tech um, show of support. Also last night at the basketball games, which we'll get to the recaps here in a second, but the Frontier Conference honored Hall of Fame, NAI Hall of Fame, Carroll Hall of Famer, and former football coach Mike Van Deest with the Distinguished Service Award. Uh, the award is given to individuals who have contributed to the well-being of the league throughout the dedicated service. And Van Deest, uh, of course, 
you know, all the victories, 203 wins, six national championships, 14 conference championships, retired after the 2018 season. He is in, uh, like I said, the NAIA Hall of Fame, was inducted into the Carroll Hall of Fame uh, last fall. And Tuesday, Mike Van Deest will join us here in the Major Mortgage Man Cave and be a guest for the hour on the Jason Walker Show. Love catching up with Coach Van Deest and uh, love just talking sports and life with Coach Van Deest. So that will be coming up uh, next Tuesday here on the Jason Walker Show. Speaking of the games last night, there uh, it was a sweep for the Tech uh, for the Carroll men and women, beating the Tech men and women, the Carroll women just blew the doors off of Tech, 63-44, shot 44% from the field, and it was a big win. Jumped out to a 13-2 lead. Christine Denny, the uh, sensation from uh, Washington, had a fantastic game, 19 points, 11 rebounds, led uh, the Saints to the win. And a much-needed win. After uh, dropping two in a row last week, it was a big win for uh, the Carroll women. So a double-double for Christine. Now on the men's side, or the uh, Carroll women now are... they got a big game against LC State coming up this week. LC is uh, sitting on top of the Western. And uh, Friday night, tomorrow night, Carroll at LC... That'll be a big one. We're going to run down that schedule for you here in a little bit uh, for the Frontier. Uh, but also, the the Carroll men, uh, a tough victory last night over Tech. Tech's a very good basketball team on the men's side, and there's no question about that. Adam Hyatt's done a much better job, or uh, done a great job of getting them to play much better basketball over the last few years. Uh, but the Saints got the win last night, and uh, a, once again, a great performance from Jovan Slavonchenin as uh, Carroll gets the victory, and what have they won three in a row now after a three-game losing skid? Um, but uh, Taylor England, by the way, had a nice night, 16 points for Tech, and uh, had a very, very good game. I, I love Taylor England's game. We've talked about that a lot. But uh, So LC State will host both Carroll and Tech this week on the men's and women. They'll play Carroll Friday, and then they will take on Tech on Saturday. So... Big, big weekend for uh, the Frontier uh, as far as uh, that goes. All right, we're going to take a quick, quick break. And when we come back, we're going to talk some more basketball. And it's a fantastic story. I cannot wait for you to see the film. We have talked about it. And Megan Harrington, uh, co-producer or co-director and producer of The House That Rob Built, she'll join us next here on The Jason Walker Show. Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let the Major Mortgage Team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major Mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918, or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122, equal housing lender. Everyone knows about Dinners Done Right and the convenience of the cook and carry cuisines. It's so easy to just stop by and you have something for dinner that night. But there's also one more thing you need to know about. Dinners Done Right Grab-and-Go Salad Bar. Yes, I said salad bar. Always the freshest ingredients along with a daily soup and nacho bar too. So the next time you are in a rush or you just want to eat healthy, stop by Dinners Done Right for the soup, salad, and nacho bar. For monthly menus and more info, it's dinnersdoneright.com. Spring is fast approaching and summer is just around the corner. So now is the time to get those windows tinted at Auto Concepts as the sun starts to heat up. Tinting is the best way to keep the sun out of your little one's eyes driving down the road. Plus, it just looks cool. Auto Concepts is your exclusive 3M dealer for tinting as well as the best clear bras in town. Auto Concepts clear bras will not fade or yellow over time. And don't forget about suspension lifts and power steps for your rig too. Visit autoconceptshelena.com or check them out on Facebook. Auto Concepts, the auto enhancement professionals. 
Yes, it's true that Montana is a long way from the Gulf Coast, but you can bring that Cajun flavor home with a stop at Cafe Zydeco. From po'boys to classic sandwiches, Cafe Zydeco has all the best Cajun in town. Are you in the mood for seafood gumbo or crawfish etouffee? Maybe you're craving jambalaya with some shrimp and grits. Head in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or call ahead for pickup or delivery. Cafe Zydeco will fix all your southern cravings, even on a chilly Montana day. Cafe Zydeco is a proud sponsor of the Jason Walker Show. Welcome back to the Jason Walker Show. Oh, welcome back. Major Mortgage Man Cave, the Jason Walker Show. Presented by Helena Accommodations, the in-town five-star extended stay residences. Visit HelenaAccommodations.com. So come new Great Falls Central coach on the football field. Wes Ross will join us on this day in history. That's what she said. In a, or not, that was yesterday. we got a lot coming up, though. The walk-off. Yeah, that's good. All right. So I've been talking about this movie now for... A couple of weeks, and I've had a very fun, I guess fun is the way to phrase it, a fun email uh, exchange back and forth with the producer, co-director, a former Lady Grizz, and as a bobcat, I welcome in Megan Harrington. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you, Jason, and thank you for having me. It is. some good good, uh, camaraderie here. There is. You know, and it's my pleasure to chat with you. You know, last week I had Shannon Schwain on the phone, and... Uh, we talked about the the Lady Grizz and the Bobcats and the rivalry, and uh, and then the Cats women went out and rallied from fourteen down and got the win. Yeah, that was a tough one. What was what was Coach Wayne like as a coach? Oh, she's great, intense. I mean, you know, much like she was as, as a player, she, she's intense. She knows the game. Um, you know, uh, focused. It, it it really was. Um, it was wonderful to play for her as well, and and Annette. And, and Trish, I, it really was very fortunate with all the coaches that I had while I was at the U. So, are you in Montana or in, in Montana or California right now? I'm in California. Okay. Should we talk about the weather then? Would that be good? <laughs> <laughs> it's actually not bad here. It's almost 40. It's snowing in the mountains. Wow. But oh, that's good. Yeah, I was supposed to go clean up the dog droppings out in the yard today, and I, I didn't. So the wife's going to be mad. But aside <laughs> from all that. Um, Megan Harrington, our guest here, Jason Walker Show, Mike Miller, State Farm Hotline. All right, so the reason you're on is not because you are a fantastic emailer. It is because you are the producer and co-director of The House That Rob Built, and it's all about the the uh, growth of the University of Montana women's basketball program and, of course, 38-year head coach Robin Selvig, who is, is as great a coach as you'll ever see and meet. Oh, Absolutely. Uh, and and do and being involved in the film, of course, I played for him, and so I knew some things. But really digging into the story was for me also moments of like, my goodness, this is incredible, incredible what was happening in Missoula, Montana, um, and what was uh, what was then going to happen to women's basketball. Where we sit now, you, you could have never guessed that. Megan, what did you know about the history when you started putting this together that? or maybe what you didn't know about the history of the program when you started putting this project together? That's a great question. I think some of the things maybe that, that surprised me, probably one of the, the bigger things is it wasn't that long ago that women couldn't even play college basketball, mm-hmm. um, that they didn't even know the men, Rob played for the, the, the men's team, and he didn't even know there was a women's basketball program. Um, so, so learning some of those things is because now it's hard to understand that and probably, I mean, much more difficult, I'm sure, for, for young girls now to realize how far we've come in a relatively short period of time. So I think just the understanding of, wow, I, I couldn't have played not that long ago. Right, yeah, no, I mean, it's uh, it's absolutely crazy. And, and Title IX, of course, a big part of that. And when I think of, and I'm a huge fan of women's basketball, I'd rather watch the women's college game than the men because it's more fundamental and you actually have to play the game. And I know the athleticism on the men's side, the dunks are cool, but the women's game, it just it, it flows so much better for me. And I love that being a coach's kid as well. But when I think of women's basketball, I think of two names. Really, uh, for the 80s and early part of the 90s was Pat Summit and Robin mm-hmm. Selvig. And they so much close together their careers and, and the things that they did to help the growth of women's basketball. 
And that is so funny that you would mention that because in preparing for this documentary, we watched some of Pat Summits and I, and I always used to think, um, when I was younger, I was like, wow, she's really, <laughs> and it's similar to Rob, how I think sometimes the outside in that maybe you go, wow, he's pretty intense. Um, but how much did the girls love him? The community loves him and the fans love him. I, I gained a new respect for Pat Summit through this as well. Um, and her coming to Missoula, I remember being at that game. I was a senior and the, just sitting there, um, I, I had not been offered a scholarship at that time. Just sitting there thinking, oh my goodness, you know, this would be the place to play. Uh, and what an incredible moment that was for, for Montana basketball, but also nationally um, to put us on the map as well in he had been putting us on the map all along the way, but that was just one more moment. Oh, for sure. And I, I wish that I would have been able to go that to that game. Tennessee is my all-time favorite women's basketball team, um, even more so than Montana State, but don't tell Coach Benford that. Um, it's a secret. No one will know. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Megan Harrington, our guest here. All right, so you're putting together this film, and, and I got the opportunity to watch it over the weekend. And, you know, it's about an hour long, and it's just amazing, the interviews, the the words that come out, and one of the things that struck me was um, you guys focus really heavily on the Native American aspect of players that have been with the Lady Grizz, and I thought that was just outstanding. Um, why that route um, for this documentary? Well, part of the history of the Lady Grizz basketball is women from small towns, reservations, farms, um, and Part of that story also includes Rob is one of the one of the first to recruit from the reservation mm-hmm. to recruit a young woman to play Division One basketball on a scholarship, and so we thought that was a really historic part of of his journey as well. As that opened the door for so many others to be able to say, yeah, that's what that's that's what I'm going to do. Also, I can see something be achieved now. I want. Um, and then just you know, uh, Leah Montez too. I mean, her story just did so incredible. Yeah. It's, it's, it's hard not to tell that story when you think about what she did having a baby in high school and going on to get a college degree while playing, while raising a, a, a small child and go on to get a law degree. It's, I, even me, I was like, I, I played crossover a little bit with her. I was older than her. But to, to have that perspective now of, of what an accomplishment that was, um, of just heroic perseverance, really. Um, so those stories, you know, they, they stood out. There's some other ones, as you know, um, that, that are also included that just kind of rounded out this 38 years, which is what we were trying to do. It's hard to tell a story over that long of a period in a short period of time. It, it, it was. I mean, it, and I was I was left wanting more. As Megan Harrington joins us, a producer and co-director of The House That Rob Built, which will debut at the Wilma on February 20th in Missoula. But I did watch it, and I, I'm sitting there on, on Saturday watching this, and I'm like, man, I just – I want more because you could only tell, like you said, so much in a short amount of time. But you had the, the late 70s to the 80s and then the 90s and then the 2000, the first 10 years of the 2000s. And then, of course, you know, a half a decade after that. But what was missing? What did you have to leave out that you wish you could have gotten in there? Well, well first of all, I'd rather have you wishing there was more <laughs> than wondering when it was going to be over. Uh, so that's good. Um, well, well <laughs> I, you know, there's just a lot of different uh, personal stories that are very touching that that we tried. Um, you know, even in the 80s, there's some stories that we're like, oh, we really want this in there. Um, but for time-wise, we just had to keep moving. So it wasn't necessarily the games. It was the personal stories that were that were hard to let go of or hard to say, geez, we wish we could find a way. Now, the good part is there's a lot of content. We interviewed <clears throat> I think about 73 people. And so there's a lot of stories. There's a lot of different, um, also ways you could tell it. So when we picked a direction, it meant uh, some things had to go unsaid for this particular documentary, but there's a lot in the archives of what we captured that, that I think could be made into content for, for other avenues. I think that's one of the cool things is the video coverage of some old courts. I mean, you look at old Dahlberg, you look at old Bobcat, you know, field house, brick breeding field house, and you forget yeah. how how the designs were so much, and the uniforms and everything else were a little little different than mm-hmm. they are nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, they were. And some of that old footage we found from the U in the late seventies was 
was just crazy. And there's nobody in the stands. And like you said, the uniforms. And, you know, those were girls who just <clears throat> blazed the trail, really. Yep. Megan Harrington, our guest here, Jason Walker Show, uh, talking The House That Rob Built, which is going to debut at the Big Sky Documentary Film Festival in Missoula on February 20th at the Wilma, and then it'll be at the Hellgate Elks Lodge on the 23rd. Get tickets. We'll give you all that information coming up. But uh, I just have so many questions about this film because it's so good. And you mentioned 73 or so interviews. Um, how many, Did you count back how many former players he or how, how many players – Coach Selvig brought through the system. I don't. I can't. I couldn't give you a, a definitive number, but I think about 130 wow. or 40. That's nuts. I mean, you think about 15 a year for what 38 years. Yeah, it might be 150 actually, closer to that. But it's um, a significant amount. And you were one of them. I was fortunate, yes, I was fortunate to be one of them. I I was uh, very grateful for that opportunity, and it always will be. Uh, Megan, we always talk in Montana about the pipeline that Robin Selvig had to Missoula, whether it was from you know Browning or whether it was especially that Malta and north-central Montana oh. area. <laughs> How many great players did he bring out from just, you know, seriously, it was like if you were a girl playing basketball in, in say, Malta, you were just going straight to the Grizz. There was the Lady Grizz. There was no question about that. You know, you're bringing up something. So to your point earlier about stories you had to leave out, <clears throat> how Malta, I mean, it is amazing. Mm-hmm. It is really, truly unbelievable. The athletes that came from, from Malta specifically and some of the other smaller uh, towns in that area, it, it really, it's incredible. And they were not only recruited because they were were great players in high school they went on to be some of the best the program seen mm-hmm. so it that itself could i think be its own story it, it's absolutely nuts and you know people you know you, you think about it and then there's and i always thought this too like there he re, coach selvig recruited girls that were just great athletes and then he fit them in around the program where their talents fit best and to me, that was always impressive as well. Oh, he definitely um, was a coach. And even in, in, along this process, he, he was a, a, a realizing more and more just the way he could make people understand their role, mm-hmm. fit into their role, and be part of the team going towards the same common goal, which was to win. Um, he really made you understand what you needed to do and how you fit into the grand scheme <clears throat> of the whole picture. And that's a very, that's a, that's a hard thing to do. You have a lot of people coming from high school who've played a lot and are used to playing a lot and having to make adjustments. And he just, he, he made it work. It was a really a gift. One of the uh, great things is Megan Harrington joins us. She uh, played for the Lady Grizz in the late nineties. And I, uh, that's when I got my start doing PA announcing in Bozeman was with the Bobcat women. So I would have called games for, I would have said your name, (laughs) In Brick Brain wow. Fieldhouse, if you ever scored, and I'm not sure, or, or committed a oh, foul. Oh, I did. You I know. said it a lot. <laughs> I did you say it. You, you started 30 games your senior year. You played 30 games. You started all 30. I was looking this up. You averaged 4.7 points your senior year. Um, you weren't relied on to score. And this goes back to talking about your role on the team, because when you have Lauren Cooper, Linda Weiler, Krista Redpath, and Cheryl Keller, you don't need to score a whole lot of points. <laughs> no, you don't. You don't. Thankfully. <laughs> I'm uh, glad they weren't relying on me for that. Uh, no, I mean, to play with those girls, too, they were just uh, some of the best. And mm-hmm. it was it was not, yeah, that was not my, that was not my, my role. And really, it just everybody had the same purpose. It's like, how do we win this game? And, and he designed our strategy around that. Well, you guys went 22-8 and eight your senior year. Yeah. We did. It was uh, – I, I, I forgot about that, Jason, but um, <laughs> maybe I didn't. Uh, no, we did. It was a great It was a great senior year. That was a nice send-off. Do you, uh, do you remember the, uh, the Georgia game, your last game? No. Did we play Georgia? No, I do. It was horrible. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> I, it was very... I'm not bringing it up to rub it in. I'm just asking if yeah. you, you know, your last game, what was I that do. like? Oh, you know what? That was, I remember um, the twins, they were Kelly and Coco, and they were incredible. And it was, 
you know, not a great way to end your, you know, if you, unless you win the national championship, you're going to end your career on a loss. Yep. So, um, and to play in the NCAA is always just the most amazing. So I was very grateful for that. And I remember after uh, Chris Servetap and I um, were seniors and, and emotional, it was very emotional uh, to know that that was it. And of course you don't want to end on a loss or one with that much of a margin of loss. <laughs> uh, but and my parents were there and so, and some of my brothers and, and, and so that, yeah, it was a, and it was an emotional time because something that you'd always worked for and, and spent your life uh, practicing and, and doing all these things to get to this point has come to an end, you know, kind of changed in any, in any part of your life. You kept it under 30 though. So that was good. Yeah, we did. We did. <laughs> we wanted to win by 30, but we, we did keep it under 30. You did. You did. Uh, Megan Harrington, a couple of final ones, uh, questions for you here as we talk about, uh, Robin Selvig and the house that Rob built, which will be at the Vic Sky documentary film fest, February 20th at the Wilma in Missoula. But, in that in that documentary, and it was funny because you always hear the stories of Coach Selvig on the sideline and in practice, and he's a completely different person outside of the game of basketball. What was your favorite memory of being yelled at? Oh my! <laughs> that is the best way to phrase that. Um, <laughs> I. Oh, there's, there's a lot. I mean, there is, uh, there is a lot of memories and, and they really are funny. I, I, I can't think of one specifically. Um, I know, I, you know what, during Arkansas, he was, he was very upset and, uh, and kind of just looking at me and he's like, you are the reason we are losing this game. <laughs> and I was like, wow. Um, and after, I remember I was kind of feeling bad. I was like, well, I kind of lost the game for us. I didn't think that was possible. But uh, now when he said, good game, and, um, you know, it never took it personally. He, I knew he wasn't saying I was losing the game. And after, he was so encouraging. And you just wanted to always do your best for him. So whether he was yelling at you, and he denied anything he said on the sideline, too. We have, <laughs> when we get together, we will bring up these memories. And he does not remember them. Um, so the thing we all remember is the moment. I'll tell you what I do remember is when he said at a timeout, he said, okay, we can get back out there, hit Meg H, Meg H, she'll put it in. And, and I don't, I probably didn't put it in, but the fact that he thought I was going to, you know, those are the moments more that I go, that's what built you up and gave you confidence is those moments when you knew that he could count on you and he was asking you to do something. I wonder he's yelling at you are funny memories that you, that you look back on, but the, sure. the, the, the times when he gave you wings for those little moments that will help you in the rest of your life. You mentioned getting back together and sharing memories. You guys did that uh, a couple of years ago, over a hundred former mm-hmm. players back and uh, kind of a retirement send off. That was cool. And that's in the video or in the film too, because it was such a big part of, kind of finalizing and bringing closure to the end of an era, really. It was. And I'll tell you what, Gene Nolte King spearheaded that, and it happened in three months. And so, you know, we were certainly weren't ready to start filming, you know, all steps and financial and all the things that we needed to have in place, but you can't miss an opportunity where you're going to have, and he didn't know it, how many were coming back. To have that many women show up um, is, it just says it right there. You, we wouldn't have to have any words in the film at the end. Just seeing that is enough, I think, to give you the sense of what was really created. Um, and, you know, the the reason this film is even going to be seen at the film festival is is also because of the company I work for, Family Theater Productions, uh, putting in the, the, the finishing funds and, and allowing us to finish this film. So um, really grateful for that. I didn't want to... to to forget to mention how important it is that that people came alongside the film and said, you know, we believe in it and we want to help it to the extreme. That well, was it's fantastic. Yeah, no, and it's fantastic. And um, what's great about Family Theater Productions was filmed in like or founded in 1947, which I mean, that's a long time ago, and that's really um, uh, and it was just great. Well, I mean, the history of Family Theater Productions, the history of the Lady Grizz, it, it kind of goes hand in hand. It does. I, yeah, it's a very, it's, a, it's right in the heart of Hollywood and it's, it's been here for a long time. So it's, it's pretty neat that, that it, they came on board for a film about family, which essentially this is. 
and um, and really said, let's let's get this done. Father David Guppy runs the organization, and you know that was a gate that really literally was the turning point for getting to this point where we're going to be at the film festival. And that's fantastic. It'll be uh, February twentieth at the Wilma, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. uh, the twenty third at Hellgate Elks Lodge. You can get tickets. Now, by going to bigskyfilmfest.org slash festival slash tickets, um, you can also go to uh, the house that Rob built movie.com for more information. Mm-hmm. It's a fantastic movie. I'm, I'm really uh, honored a, that I got to watch it before anybody. I feel like a big time like talk show host now. I got, <laughs> you know, you are. <laughs> I didn't get you just the, feel that way. the two minute, you know, trailer. I got to see the whole 59 minute films. I feel honored. But- now you can say if you like the two minutes, you'll love 59. I, yeah, there so. you go. Um, and by the way, I know you can't see. You'll watch later, but I am wearing a blue shirt, but it's not Bobcat oh, blue. Why do you have to, oh, okay, good. It's good. Well, it's I was of... like, things are going so well. <laughs> why do you have to do that? You're not wearing the dark pink, though, <laughs> are you? I'm dressed Monty. No, I'm as Monty. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, Monty, man. I, I take champ over Monty. Well, you had the good Monty, though, right? Like the one that went on to... Or was he already gone when he went to the Bulls when you played? No, no, he was there. Well, I think they're all good, Jason. But yeah, I well. will say that the one that went when I was there, he did go on to the Bulls. It was yeah. pretty impressive. Benny the Bull, Monty the, the whatever it is, and then Benny the Bull. Monty the Bear to Benny the Bull. <laughs> there you go. Um, Megan, are you going to be in in, uh, in Missoula for the, for the debut of the film? I am. Yes, I am. Cool. And then after the film festival, how are people going to be able to watch this? That's my big question. That, well, we are working on, on distribution and marketing on, on those aspects right now. Montana PBS will play the film um, eventually, and we're just sorting out those details. So there will be more to come, and if you do want to keep up to date, you can do that at the house that Rob built movie.com to dream on, and we'll make sure that when we have more news, we'll share it and look forward, actually, to having it become uh, make its way out into the world. I, I, I look forward to it because I think this is a movie that people will definitely want to watch. It's up there with the Class C documentary that PBS did. Um, a while oh, ago. Wow. That's that's Thank where I you. yeah no it's it's fantastic and I'm not just saying that to to get more info later on down the road from you but um, <laughs> we'll do what we can to share it. <laughs> Thank you, Jason. Um, enjoy uh, enjoy the uh, film festival. Congratulations on a well done film and thanks so much for joining us. Oh, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. It is Megan Harrington. I'll, you're going to say I'll let you say go Grizz. I was just going to say that, but I thought, well, okay, go Lady Grizz. There you go. I'll, I'll say go Cats, and then we'll just say go go, go documentary. <laughs> take go watch the house that Rob built at the Wilma February 20th. Megan, appreciate it again, and uh, take care. Thanks, Jason. Bye-bye. That is Megan Harrington joining us on the uh, Jason Walker Show on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. Yeah, we've been talking about this movie. Um, it's unbelievable. The house that Rob built. Dot, uh, house that Rob built movie.com for more information and get your tickets to go see it over at the Wilma on February 20th or at the Hellgate Elks Lodge on uh, Sunday the 23rd of this month. So, All right, we'll take a, a, a quick break, and when we come back, hey, we're going to have another guest. We're going to talk football. We switch from basketball to football. Wes Ross, the new coach at uh, Great Falls Central, will join us next here on the Jason Walker Show. Spring is fast approaching and summer is just around the corner. So now is the time to get those windows tinted at Auto Concepts as the sun starts to heat up. Tinting is the best way to keep the sun out of your little one's eyes driving down the road. Plus, it just looks cool. Auto Concepts is your exclusive 3M dealer for tinting as well as the best clear bras in town. Auto Concepts clear bras will not fade or yellow over time. And don't forget about suspension lifts and power steps for your rig too. Visit AutoConceptsHelena.com or check them out on Facebook. Auto Concepts, the auto enhancement professionals. Yes, it's true that Montana is a long way from the Gulf Coast, but you can bring that Cajun flavor home with a stop at Cafe Zydeco. From po'boys to classic sandwiches, Cafe Zydeco has all the best Cajun in town. Are you in the mood for seafood gumbo or crawfish etouffee? Maybe you're craving jambalaya with some shrimp and grits. Head in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or call ahead for pickup or delivery. Cafe Zydeco will fix all your southern cravings, even on a chilly Montana day. Cafe Zydeco is a proud sponsor of the Jason Walker Show. Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let the Major Mortgage Team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major Mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. 
Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918, or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122, equal housing lender. Welcome back to the Jason Walker Show. Oh, yes, it is Thursday. Jason Walker Show, Major Mortgage Man Cave. On this day in history, still to come, got the walk-off as well. But uh, and we appreciate Megan Harrington joining us uh, just a few moments ago. The uh, documentary, The House That Rob Built, cannot wait for uh, everybody to see it. It is so good about Robin Selvig and the University of Montana women's basketball program. But we're going to shift uh, shift gears as we move from women's basketball to football. I know it's football. We thought we were done until August, right? But no, we are not. And uh, it is a pleasure to welcome in the new head coach at Great Falls Central Catholic. His name is Wes Ross. He's a Capital Bruin. How are you, Coach? Good. How are you doing today? Thank you for having me on your show. My pleasure. Um, I I was not aware that you were a big capital stud for the longest time, and then, boom, it just hit me, and I was like, oh, hey, this guy's pretty good. I don't know about stud, but I certainly <laughs> uh, was a part of some teams that were phenomenal. There's no doubt about that. So. Uh, definitely, as you join us here on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. Uh, Coach, uh, congratulations on the gig because – uh, you know, Great Falls Central has had such a, a great past of a, the, really the last uh, what half decade or so with great playoff appearances. And, you know, you were an assistant over at Great Falls High most recently. But this is a great opportunity for you and the Mustangs to continue what's been built. It is. And, you know, this, this school has done wonderful things. Um, they've had some great coaches come through here. Uh, very blessed to have some of the – young athletes, student athletes come through this program and go on to the next level. So uh, they definitely my hat is tipped to them on what they've done, and we're hoping to continue that success and carry on. You've had uh, some great players pass through there. Um, what's the – you? I mean, you've only been on the job for about a, a few days now, so what is – what's the outlook look like? I mean, have you talked to the kids? How many, you know, players are buying in already? Uh, we just actually, it's funny you said that we had a meeting today to go over summer camps and, uh, we're going to let the guys get new uniforms this year with their last names on it. So we had a big old lunch meeting on which one they liked the best. And, uh, we had 20, uh, 20 students show up today and, you know, for a class C eight man school, that is pretty solid number. Yeah, definitely. And we've seen the growth, like I said, from, the Mustangs over the last few years, and and, and what a great um, story it is, like you said. And, and what's cool that stuck out to me is you mentioned, you know, not only the uniforms, but you mentioned in your uh, introductory uh, interview the other day that, you know, you want the guys to be able to have maybe play at Memorial Stadium in Great Falls, which would, on the campus of Great Falls High, that's a great football field that was redone. It's just a beautiful facility, and I think it's a great thing if that can come together. I sure like to, you know, I, I – little joke when I was coaching with Cascade High School. You know, no disrespect, but it was always a game coming to Central. You kind of just, oh, you know, the, the field beat up. It never, I never saw the field green here. You know, all the times I coached against the, the Mustangs. So when I had the opportunity to go join Coach Sampson at Great Falls High, they were just putting in the turf. And I'm telling you, I've been around turf in other, other areas, but that is that, that's worth every penny. It's, it's amazing stuff. It's maintenance free. Um, you know, I think I, I I really think it's a safer playing environment. Uh, just it's so friendly and it just it's first class all the way. Wes Ross, the new football coach at Great Falls Central, joining us here on the Jason Walker Show. Coach, i got to ask you this. Uh, playing for Coach Sampson and then coaching with him, what's it like going from a, a player to an assistant? Does, did he yell as much uh, as an assistant as he did when you were a player? You put me on the hot seat now. <laughs> well, he's not listening. <laughs> uh, you never know with him. But, uh, you know, I teased him when I joined his staff. He offered me a position in 2017. And I just remember how much we ran and conditioned back in the day, in the late 90s, early 2000s. And 
I truly believe it paid us dividends. We were able to go back to back undefeated in '99 and 2000, and mm-hmm. memories I'll never forget to be able to be a part of. But to coach for him was truly a blessing. Um, I remember after my first season with him, and after some years of coaching on my own, I talked to him a few times, and I just told him, "I don't think I ever told you thank you enough for the amount of hours that you and your staff put in to prepare us, our teammates." So when we went on the field back in the day, we knew without a doubt we were prepared and we were going to win that game at all costs. And so it was, it's, it's truly been a blessing to be able to play for him um, and also be a, a coaching uh, staff member of his for three years over there. Great Falls High. He's a good man. He definitely is. I love Coach Sampson and then uh, Kyle down there at uh, Tech now. But uh, Wes Ross joining us here, Jason Walker Show. Uh, Coach, when you look at Great Falls Central, uh, what's the biggest change that people will see from the last few years to what you're going to bring in? Um, I've got an offense and a defense that uh, is multifaceted. We'll certainly figure out what we have for players experience-wise, uh, returning experience, and putting putting kids in the right position to be successful is a big thing that I bring to the table. Um not that they didn't have kids in the right position that, you know, I don't know anything about last year, to be honest, but I'm just going to give kids opportunities to shine and, you know, ask them to be flexible. Um, no sense to have two stars and one sitting on the bench, one's on the field. So I'm going to ask guys to be flexible, um, to be a team player first, and we're going to put a, an offense out there every play that highlights their strength and give them the best chance to be successful and score points. And a defense that's very stingy. That's what I did for five years in Cascade. Mm-hmm. And that's probably really my uh, favorite aspect of the game in eight-man is the defense. There's so many different variations. Uh, you know, I'm going to show them a defense, a two-man front that most people laugh at, but it's very effective and it shuts down a lot of things in a hurry. Wes Ross joining us here on the Jason Walker Show. Coach, when you go from eight-man to 11-man back to eight-man, what was the biggest change you noticed, and how tough was that transition either way? I don't know. I, I just have never, ever looked at it as a challenge. It's, you know, the hardest part is just you're, you're dealt a hand of cards. Um, kids are going to come and go. New ones will join, things of that nature. And it's just putting the best product out there, um, not having a 50 60 man roster, you know, 20 to 25 pretty pretty effective and uh, gives you the depth you need to compete all season long. But uh, probably the biggest change is just not having, you know, 50 to 60 and back in the 90s, I was playing 80 to 90 kids out there. So, you know, we're going to have to be physically tough. We're going to have to be mentally tough and uh, conditioned to uh, have success to go all, uh, all season long and not to get any injuries, but uh, to be able to give this team every chance they have to show us what they can do and be successful. Uh, Wes Ross joining us here on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. Um, people might know you as well from uh, Troy Strong, the hashtag and the, the movement. Uh, how is everything with the family? Uh, we're doing a lot better. Uh, it's been a long two years um, with my son, but, uh, you know, it's kind of hard to explain, but... Uh, for those that don't know, he two years ago my son was three and was mercy flight at Seattle Children's Hospital, and we didn't know what was an issue, what was going on. We thought it was cancer. We thought it was a whole bunch of things, but for two weeks we didn't have a diagnosis, and that's about as hard as it gets. Um, to be told, say your goodbyes, he's not going to make the night. There's no deeper, darker feeling than that, but... Uh, you know, after two years, he has defied medical odds. He is uh, still here. Uh, he was diagnosed with a rare condition called pulmonary capillaritis, which in simple terms means he was uh, essentially, his immune system was attacking his interior lung tissue and causing his capillaries to burst, and he was bleeding internally. We don't know why. We, for three years, he was totally fine, and, and then all of a sudden our world went upside down mm-hmm. in the heart and fast worried, but uh, two years later, he's one of ten in the country that I know of, uh, less than a dozen that uh, have this condition, but he is defying odds, and 
he's doing really well, to be honest. So That's we're, fantastic. We're kind, of, kind of at the point where we're ready to, you know, start talking about remission, but the doctors aren't ready to let us off the hook either. So. <laughs> sure, I'm sure. Um, no, that's fantastic, and, and I know Tom Wiley has done a great job up in that area covering the story and the family, but, uh, you know, we obviously wish the best for the family and, and all that. But um, back to football, final uh, final questions uh, for you. Coach Wes Ross joining us, the new head coach at Great Falls Central. Um, what is it about that area up there that you just love so much? Uh, well, I've, I've been here 10 years. Uh, my wife, she's also a Helena Capital alumni, same class. Um, hello to my in-laws listening, Bob and Charlene Lawrence, and I'm sure my folks, Larry and Jeanette, are listening, Ross. But uh, she got hired here right out of high school, or high school, I'm sorry, college as a teacher, and she's been here ever since. And we got married in 2010, and we sunk our roots into the area, and just, you know, it's been good to us. And we're, we're, we're Great Falls uh, folks now. We still love our Helena family, but Sure. We're probably going to be here, and that's what we are. So. <laughs> well, I spent some time in Great Falls from uh, 02 to 06 and loved it up there. So, uh, or uh, when was I there? 01 to 04, that's when it was. Loved the Great Falls area. It's, it's great. So, uh, great people, and it's it's awesome. My wife, too, is a Capital girl. She graduated in 04, so. All right, but all I'm right. A, I'm a Bozeman Hawk, so. Hey, that's all right. I got some friends. I know they had coached down there real well. So, mm-hmm. yep, definitely, uh, Coach. Uh, we appreciate it, and, and I really uh, hope to, to chat with you uh, once the season gets going and and uh, talk about the games and the players and, and tell their stories. We would love that anytime, and uh, I appreciate the invite to the show and thank you for your time. Thanks, Coach. Appreciate it, and uh, take care, and uh, best to the family as well. Thank you so much. I pass that on. Have a great day. That is Wes Ross, the new head football coach at uh, Great Falls Central, joining us on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. And, uh, you know, Mike Miller is, he cares about your, um, not only your you, but he cares about your auto and uh, your home. And, and, you know, it's not just a bundle for him. It, it, he's here to get you to know you and to understand your life. Mike will make it easy for you to protect what's important. Get an agent that gets you and you can call him. State Farm agent Mike Miller. Give him a call in Helena today. All right, we got On This Day in History still to come in just a couple of moments. The walk-off just around the corner as well. And uh, big basketball games tonight. You've got uh, great high school games. You've got college games as well. And uh, Montana State football just actually announced their new offensive coordinator. It was broken by Skyline Sports last night. Uh, Coulter does a great job. Uh, but he is... Uh, Justin Udi comes uh, to Montana State as the new offensive coordinator from Texas Tech. And Northern's got itself a new defensive coordinator. He is very, very um, experienced. Rich Stubler comes to have her 37 years as a defensive coordinator, 10 years at D1 schools. He spent 33 years in the CFL. He started at Roaring Fork High School. He was at Colorado University of New Mexico State, SMU, Colorado State, and then Hamilton Tiger Cats, Toronto Argonauts, Edmonton Eskimos, back to the Pac-12 with the Oregon Ducks, then back to the CFL with the BC Lions and Calgary Stampeders and Montreal Alouettes. So that is uh, Andrew Rowland's new defensive coordinator up there at uh, Northern. A lot of experience, and I expect Northern's uh, defense to be very, very improved moving forward. Uh, we'll get to On This Day in History in just a second. Uh, support for the Jason Walker Show comes from Manscaped, the best in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for the family jewels. And, you know, Valentine's Day is about a week away. Guys, you got you got the 70s called, they want their look back. you got to be, you know, look good here, here, and there. And Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. The Lawnmower 2.0 has proprietary skin-safe technology. This trimmer will not snag. And it will not cut, and it will not nick, it will not hurt. Manscaped also has crop preserver, an anti-chafing deodorant and moisturizer. You put deodorant on your armpits, put it some, you know, the smelliest part of your body, put it there. Uh, also, the crop reviver, if you've been to a workout or just outside and you need to freshen up a little bit, a couple of spritzes, you're good to go. Get 20% off and free shipping. Use the code WALKER20 at manscaped.com. Get 20% off and free shipping. The code WALKER20, that's W-A-L-K-E-R-2-0 
at manscaped.com. Always the right tools for the job. And uh, with Valentine's Day coming up, guys, order now so you have it in time for Valentine's Day. Okay? Oh, and you get this awesome, like, travel bag. It's uh, super sweet. A couple of different. It's just, it's awesome. Manscaped.com, Walker20. Use that code for 20% off and free shipping. All right, let's get to uh, On This Day in History. As uh, uh, Larry Ross, uh, Larry and Jeanette uh, tuning in and saying very proud of Wes. Uh, Wes just joined us uh, er, er, a little bit earlier. Appreciate you listening, um, Larry and uh, Jeanette, and uh, as well. Uh, looking forward to, to Coach Ross and, and his success uh, over at Great Falls Central. All right, on this day, brought to you by the Motherload. Great new sponsor on the Jason Walker Show. Motherload Sports Bar, Restaurant, and Casino on Cedar Street in Helena. On this date, 1932, the first Olympic dog sled race was held at Lake Placid, New York. It was a demonstration sport. Obviously, didn't make it now. 1958, future baseball Hall of Famer Ted Williams became the highest paid player in Major League Baseball. He resigned with Boston for $135,000. 1971, the first time a golf ball was hit on the moon by Alan Shepard. In 1990, uh, groundbreaking began on Camden Yards at uh, Camden Park, Baltimore Orioles. At 1990, it was 102 million. Nowadays, we're talking billions for stadiums. Uh, 1935, Monopoly, the board game, went on sale for the first time. How about that? You Monopoly fan? Uh, a couple of birthdays, sports related. Babe Ruth was born on this date in 1895, the Hall of Famer. Of course, a great pitcher, and then the great slugger. He died in 1948, but he was born on this date in uh, 1895. In Baltimore, Maryland, and Ronald Reagan was born on this date in 1911. The old, uh, the old uh, president, obviously governor, and uh, great, a great athlete as well. He was a lifeguard growing up. Uh, all right, let's get to uh, that. Was on this day in history, presented by the Motherload. Make sure you stop by the Motherload. Check out the new machine. Check out the new games. Have a drink specials. The the food, unbelievable. Stop by the Motherload. I highly recommend it. All right, let's get to this. We're almost at the end of the show. What did we learn? And what did he miss? Time for the walk-off. All right, we got some uh, big games coming up tomorrow. Uh, this weekend, we got the games tonight, both uh, college. By the way, the Lady Grizz absolutely hammered Eastern Washington earlier today on the road. It was an uh, afternoon affair. And the Lady Grizz win 77 to 56. Mackenzie Johnston just missed out on a triple double, 22 points, nine assists, eight rebounds, and uh, she has uh, had a great career out there for the University of Montana. Speaking of the University of Montana, we had a pleasure talking to Megan Harrington, producer and co-director of the film The House That Rob Built, which will debut at the Wilma February 20th, and will be at the Hellgate Elks Lodge on uh, the 23rd in Missoula as part of the Big Sky documentary. Film Festival, get your tickets. For more information, thehousethatrobbuiltmovie.com. And I had a great time uh, chatting with uh, a lady grizz. Uh, yes, I talked to the dark side, but it's okay. Uh, and also, Wes Ross joined us. Had a great time talking with him, the new head coach at uh, Great Falls Central. Looking forward to, um, to his success, seriously. It's going to be a lot of fun to watch him succeed with the Mustangs up there in, uh, in uh, the Electric City. All right, so we're getting close to wrapping things up here. Uh, coming up tomorrow, we'll recap tonight in uh, the world of athletics. We've got a big wrestling weekend planned as well. Uh, you've got the double-A seeding tournaments in the East and the West. You have divisionals for A and then B and C. And lots of great high school basketball still to come. Swimming as well. And we're getting close. Oh, by the way, uh, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, the walk-off, presented by Cafe Zydeco. Love Cafe Zydeco. Go see Lou. Get great food. I'm talking crawfish etouffee. I'm talking shrimp. I'm talking gumbo. I'm talking it all. And uh, stop by Cafe Zydeco. Uh, get your lunch. Get your breakfast. Get your dinner as well. Uh, had a great time today. Hope you join us tomorrow as we wrap things up on a uh, Friday for the week. Thanks for uh, watching. Go to jasonwalkershow.com if you want to re-listen to anything or missed anything and want to check it out. jasonwalkershow.com. We'll see you tomorrow right here. Have a great night.
The Jason Walker Show is produced by the Jason Walker Media Company. Any reuse, rebroadcast, or retransmission without the express written consent of the Jason Walker Show is strictly prohibited. Just listen, watch, and enjoy. 